Today on ABC Devo, Mongoloid. Welcome to ABC Devo, the podcast where we examine every song by Devo alphabetically from the fourth dimension to a wiggly world. I'm John Engel. I'm a Joe Mizell. I'm Peter E. Taylor. I'm Tom Taylor. And today we are talking about Mongoloid from the 1978 album, Question, colon, Are We Not Men? <laughs> Answer, colon, We Are Devo. I guess it should be Q, colon, anyway. That's the album, and you all know what it is. Because it's Q a really good record. It's one of my least favorite TNG episodes. <laughs> Q, colon. <laughs> yeah, the one where you had to go to Dr. Crusher and get that colonoscopy. Yeah. It's yeah. awful. Terrible. To refuse to do it right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, hey, Mongoloid. Mongoloid. This is one of those songs. It one is. One of those great songs. <laughs> it is one of those songs, well, I feel for like sure. One of those, one of those ones that kind of comes, I, I guess, it, maybe it's not, for most people, maybe it's not, like, I, there, there's like a, there's like a platinum tier that's like Whip mm. It and, you know, Chaco Homo. That could be it. Where it's just like, you know, like normies, as the kids say. <laughs> right. Like my UPS guy knows those songs. But uh, but then this is like for anybody who like listens to Devo at all. I feel like this is on that next tier. It's like with your, you know, Beautiful World and, and uh, Gates of Steel and stuff like that. I feel like this lives at that next level down. Needs to be on a Greatest Hits album. Well, let me, let me tell you something about Meaning if that. you bought a Devo's Greatest Hits album and it didn't have Mongoloid on it, you'd be like, huh, that's weird. You, right. you, guys might re, you guys might recall way back, I think in the very first episode of this podcast. When we were uh, like young us, pups. We were just uh, you know, little baby-faced uh, Devo fans. Uh, I, I was telling the story about how I came about came around to being a fan of Devo and that there was a time where this was the only album I really knew about um, that I owned and listened to. And you know, I'd heard a few other songs, but this was the one to me. And uh, my friends and I, part of what uh, expanded my knowledge of Devo was that my friends and I would get together and do these mixed tape parties. I think I mentioned that a long time ago. And the very first mixtape that I put together, which was the top 10 greatest rock and roll songs of all time, that's we started on the big broad uh, topic. <laughs> this was on it. This was in my, sure. in my top 10 all-time rock and roll songs uh, oh. at that time. So I think really highly of this song. I like this song a lot. Clearly. Are you yeah, setting so... it up for Tom to give, the, give it a bad grade? Yeah, no, can you hear him? So can you hear his no. tone already? He's making it that much. Like, the pride comes before the fall or something like yeah, that. Yeah, mm-hmm. seriously. <laughs> Just choking on the hate over here. I can't wait till we get to grade time. No, come on. <laughs> we all love Mongoloid. Stop it. But I know my favorite thing about this song, actually. It's not even the song. It's, uh... it's that it's not Girl You Want, that terrible Devo song, oh. according to Tom. It's like a cold. It's not love water without anger. Piece. That piece of crap. <laughs> as long as we're not listening to those songs, I'll listen to anything. Um, oh, there was an interview with Devo, and somebody asked Jerry, um, "Hey, have you ever gotten any reaction from actual Mongoloids to the song Mongoloid?" Mm-hmm. And Jerry said, "Yes, they love it, and their families hate it." <laughs> and I think it's one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. 
Well, yeah, that's a. I mean, this is, this suffers from changing parlance. Yeah, um, <laughs> right. <laughs> Mongoloid yeah. was a a kind of medically acceptable term. Right. Kind of like for the, the, the R for word. The de- for the developmentally disabled. Yeah. Yes. Um, that it was once okay to say, and it was, you know, there's, you know, uh, organizations, you know, nonprofit organizations that include the, you know, stuff like this in their title. But then, the, mm-hmm. you know, society changes, folds upon itself, and all of a sudden it's a little bit like, hmm, huh. Yeah, and my. it was very specific to Down syndrome, is if if I'm not mistaken. I believe right. so, but e- I think even that, and it's an original uh, designation, I think might have been steeped in racism. <laughs> oh, no, it was definitely steeped oh, in racism. Oh, sure, yeah. yeah. It just... Because um... <laughs> it's also... But I mean, it technically, was the you know, acceptable the, term. You know, caucasoid, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> I don't even feel... <laughs> Comfortable <laughs> developing on that. Uh, what what, what that are the path. other? What, what are the not? other types? <laughs> um, corvoid, bovoid. Ah, uh, really? Um, yeah. Wow. No, that's that's people who are crows and people who are cows. Uh. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which oid are you? Take this quiz. <laughs> um, I wish I could remember more of those right now. I once had a whole list. Wow. So it was based off there's android and gynoid, which is, you know, man shape and a woman shape. And then I just went off for like 20 minutes about different uh, <laughs> different animal shapes that you could be. Wow. Um, but anyway, this song is Mongoloid. Apparently there's uh, <clears throat> uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. My counting could be off. Uh, different versions of it are available. Hmm. Not besides live, it. not counting live, and it's there's the there's the album version, mm-hmm. the hardcore version, mm-hmm. the boogie boy version, uh-huh. the stiff version. Oh yeah, the easy listening version, mm-hmm. and something That's called one of them. the techno devo version, which I couldn't find. Huh. But um, apparently the uh, the the Original, um, what is it? The hardcore version, or what, one of those is it's uh, originally the kind of soundtrack from a video, a sh- film short, if you will, by experimental filmmaker Bruce Connor. The montage video. Yeah, it hmm. basically just you know found footage. The montageist, kind of st- I guess. Uh, yeah, stuff from you know old kind of scientific videos, etc. Um, and uh, he took you know. Uh, advertisements and and uh, sci-fi film clips and kind of industrial scientific documentaries and uh mixed a bunch of that stuff together and then uh, devo put the song to that visually not unlike the beautiful world video there you go yeah yeah and interestingly i just read this uh, before this that uh, the reason the, how that came together is that uh, tony passel knew both of them she knew connor <laughs> uh, oh, uh, there she, she goes devo. again and she's she's really the glue that holds the world together. Definitely. <laughs> Presumably she's the one who knew Craig Allen Rothwell, too. Hmm. I forgot who that is. Uh, Spaz Attack <laughs> oh, in the, yeah, San- the Satisfaction <laughs> video. Right. Who's also in her her video, right? He's in her, he, he is in her video for Be Stiff. Right. Oh, how soon we forget all we've discussed. 
been a long time. Let's be fair. How long? God knows. Like 50 episodes. Yes. Oof. Um, so, yeah. Mongoloid. Uh, Jerry, was, uh... who wrote this song? Huh. Jerry on this song is, without question, on point. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He wore a hat. He had a job. Brought home the bacon. So that no one knew. Yeah. Woo! Um, and he, he claims that... Uh, it's it's not making fun of people like that. It's making fun of people who make fun of people like that. Yes. I fully get that. Yeah. yeah I fully get I mean, that. I, never... oh, I fully get that. And I always like the one kind of the, the, the one sort of uh, tip, like if uh, for whatever reason you didn't know what a mongoloid was. Um, which let me tell you, I've known a lot of people who us who ask me why the songs about Chinese people, right. <laughs> um, far more than like one. Like if it was one, like all right. <clears throat> but um, the you know the one kind of give is one is the line one chromosome too many, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and to me that always kind of spoke. And this is the most. Um, I, I don't know. The, the, this is the most sort of like uh, I don't even know what the term is for it, but it's kind of like, eh, what can you do? He can't help it, right? Um, and everything else is that you know this is a functional human being mm-hmm. in every way, so that no one knew. Woo! Yeah, not only functional, but perhaps happier, right? Well, yeah, he's which happier than you and me. He's happier than you and me, which then reminds us of. Uh, 37, right? Going all the way back to the beginning, <laughs> back to the first episode of the show. Yeah. It's it's definitely the theme is similar, way more fleshed out, right? Like where that was like the sketch of the that's the premise of this song. This song has an actual story and character to it. And it's much more fleshed out and much much more musically sophisticated. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still that same little idea. So it's it's total it's you know early Devo mindset, but evolved into what they became, you know, by the time they were actually putting records out for Warner Brothers. Yeah. My uh, friends and I were once uh, at a diner and we were sitting, I don't even, I guess one of us knew this girl and, and she was, somehow Devo came up and we're all just sitting in this booth talking about Devo. She's like, oh, I hate Devo. We're like, why? She's like, because my, 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 I guess her brother was, was mentally retarded and she's like, oh, they got that song Mongoloid and they're just making fun of, of, of people with, well, no, 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 he wore a hat. He had a job. What? He was happier than you he and me. He brought home the it's bacon. A, he brought home the bacon. No one knew. Nobody even cared. It was fine. Right. They got nothing. They, they don't have a beef with the mongoloid. They love him. Yeah. Well, that's the. Did your voice actually hit that register ah! the whole time? Yeah. Ah! 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 And since you're telling a story that's in the past, I'll I'll I'll, I'll, I'll allow, allow the, the fact that you said mentally retarded. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's not. Yeah, it wasn't, minute, it wasn't but, my idea. That's at, just how the world works. At the time, that's probably what you said, and that's fine. I probably said that to be to not say mongoloid, right? Yeah, you know, he was one of those goofy bastards. Oh yeah. boy. Um, the uh, yeah, I mean, that interesting. That's the like, like it's not making fun in the like that. That's the 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 part that's kind of like. I don't, I'm not going to say heartwarming, but it's like that 
he wore a hat and he had a job and he brought home the bacon so that no one knew. And it's like his friends were unaware. Nobody even cared. It's just like, yeah, he, he was just living a yeah. normal life. And it was, mm-hmm. you know, it was all right. Yeah. It reminds me of Blockhead a little bit. Yes. I, I often conflate of... these two in a sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just describing this this guy who on the surface might have problems or limitations or something. But no, no, no. Let's just. He's but Blockhead. He's He's a cog in the machine, man. Yeah. As much as any of us is. And there's also the reverse of uh, I'm going to use the term, and I'm going to use the term because the song was written in 1978. Hey, maybe he's cool, and you guys is the retards. Hmm. (laughs) Well, it's... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> moving on. No, um, no, I mean, I'll, I'll speak to the heart of what you're saying. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, that, that's the whole, you know, the whole point is just like, hey, you know, like, don't be. Essentially, it's just saying like, hey, you're not that different. From a yeah. point of, you know, Devo saying like, look, you guys, you're not that different. So don't, you know, like, um, I don't know. It, it's a, it's kind of dismissive of everybody including you know it's it's i don't know it's a weird uh it's not saying like hey these guys are just you know just as good as you and me they're just saying like hey like you know most of humanity is 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 not all that (laughs) right everybody's got their stuff if you're to look at uh, devo as um some sort of android as you know, as these sort of like as these uh, you know organic robotic beings, would um, would an advanced intelligence really be able to dif- differentiate um, on lower forms of life? Like, can we really tell the difference between a smart dog and a dumb dog? <laughs> hmm. Dumb dog. <laughs> Why are you I, following me? There you go. I couldn't remember the words, even though I've seen that movie like eight million times in the last month. What movie is that? Annie. <clears throat> oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, is that in the new one yeah. or just the John Huston one? Just in the John Huston one. I think okay. There's probably some kind of take on it in the in the new one. They reference some things. And... Okay. I haven't. John Huston's Annie. Yeah, yeah, John Huston's Annie. You heard Starring me. Albert Finney. Yeah, I actually love that movie. The man who brought you the Maltese Falcon and Treasures of Sierra Madre brings you Annie. Yeah, the man who in and Annie. The Seven Up guys in it and Carol Burnett. It's great. Jeffrey Holder, Tim Curry. You said the Seven Up guy, and I was trying to think Roy Scheider. No, not the Seven Ups. Okay, right. The Uncola. The Uncola. Yeah, that was great. Uh, yeah, speaking of, uh, of miscasting Khan, as we were earlier, yeah, we've got a, a, a Jeffrey Holder who's, I believe, Jamaican or Trinidadi, playing a Sikh. Uh, he's definitely from the islands, yes. Although uh-huh. you know, as when we were watching this on uh, New Year's Eve with Baby the Retailer, oh, that's right. Um, I, I did point out that he is a you know he was a dancer initially and apparently a very respected well, dancer he may be a lover but he ain't no dancer <laughs> <laughs> he was a little all over the place you're right yeah. he's kind of helter skelter but um but i think that you know he has the physicality that just kind of makes him seem 
Well, you know, that, that makes him seem like he's, and you know, and I hate the term, but like for all you classic uh, literary theorists out there, he's an other. Mm. That, uh, right. yes, it is not ethnically correct casting, but it has, it, it he, he brings the right mystique. Right. Also, we're all afraid to say anything. Is it more or less <laughs> racist to have somebody miscast while doing unbelievably stereotypical things? Uh, yeah, that's. <laughs> well, I'm like, glad it, when you're doing rope tricks and shit, it, right. it's kind of. It, it, I'm glad it wasn't a white guy. That's all I'm saying. Sure, they should have gotten Benedict Cumberbatch. Is what we're saying. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> or Ricardo Montalban. Oh my. Um. But anyway, where were we? Mongoloid. Oh, oh yeah. We were talking or about hat. something else. Yeah. <laughs> I do have a report for the song. It is oh. not a synth report. Oh. It is a drum oh. drum report. Oh, that sounds good. A bit. Because I was reading about this song and discovered something new that I'd never heard of that I really should have because it apparently has a lot to do with music I really like. This song uh, utilizes what is called a motoric beat. Hmm. Um, I've never heard of this. It's apparently... A drum beat, it's a very specific and pretty strict like thing. Um that was that was pioneered by this guy named um I'm probably not gonna pronounce this right, but it's Jackie Leibazite, who was the drummer for Can. And it is a very mm-hmm. common krautrock rhythm that's used. Uh, uh it's in Autobahn, it's in you know, he, this song, which you could say that this song definitely homages kind of kraut rock, uh, kraut rock sound. It's a very repetitive kind of mechanical sort of driving rhythm. Um, so apparently, the word, the etymology of the word, is basically that it's like a mo- motor music, like mu- like mechanical music. And it's uh, to get even more <laughs> in depth with rhythmic terms. Apparently, it's uh, technically an ostinato rhythm, hmm. but it's a specific kind of ostinato rhythm. So. Uh, that that then became this, you know, critically tag. You know, critics would tag songs with having this German influence, and they would use this term "motoric" hmm. to describe it. So that's the uh, that's a little bit of you know, kind of deeper musical trivia I didn't know anything about. But um, yeah, we we love Can on the show, or uh, Spotify thinks we do. Yeah, I mean, I do, <laughs> but uh, that's interesting. So that's apparently where it came from too. I like that you've you've one upped our. Uh, we're already talking about mongoloid, and now you mixed in kraut rock. So we're we're, we're <laughs> yeah. tiptoeing through the uh, the kind hey, of. I've never heard of anybody being offended by the word kraut rock. I don't know. I think they use it themselves. Yeah, they, you're, you're kind of you punching know. up. <laughs> My kraut make friend. Whoa! Hey, see, yeah, you went too far. Sorry. Me and Maltz. Maltz? Yeah. Maltz? Maltz. From Star Maltz? Trek 3? He doesn't, he doesn't want to get sued by Paramount, so he's doing one more. <laughs> That's correct. The, the Klingon transporter operator? Yeah. Maltz International Pictures. Hmm. Um, you know, i got to tell you, for this song, song meanings is a Trevor is oh. a treasure trove. Oh, Trevor Trove. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor Trove, Trevor Trove, Trevor Trove. There's some little things that are food for thought. Uh, 
I'm kind of reminded of the song Plastic Man by the Kinks. Similar theme. Um, Permanent uh, permanent lapses in other, and I'm uh, skimming here, in other words, we're all getting dumb due to lack of natural selection, and the mongoloid is obviously what should not have been selected. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I've always seen this song as saying the guy was an absolute idiot and the writer being bemused of how nobody could notice such a blatantly obvious thing. Um, that, that was it? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was good, yeah. <laughs> But I've recently discovered no. that it <laughs> wasn't that out. about Mongolia and how, despite their domination over most of Asia and Europe at one point, are now forced to live simple lives when they should totally be killing your ass. Hmm. Uh, oh, wow. Trevor to, Trove. Man, Trevor's, Trevor's a little bit uptight. Yeah, a little off the deep end. Yeah, I don't think the protagonist of the song is a literal Down syndrome patient. It seems to me like the song addresses an average hat-wearing, job-having, baking-winning member of society, and what an idiot he is. Wait a minute. I just realized that I wear a hat, and I have a job, and Whoa. I bring home bacon every once in a while. <laughs> but does yeah. everybody well, know? That, that's now, why I didn't know. Now you guys know. Shoot. Oh, and you're happier than us. Oh, no. What's going on? Damn. Now, how do you interpret the line determined what he can see? Well, you're, if I can, uh, uh, if I can paraphrase, if I can quote uh, uh, the, that great work of art, The Phantom Menace. Please. I'll say your focus <laughs> determines your reality. So it's, it's that, uh, you know, it, it, it mm. does kind of determine what you, what you can see, not maybe physically see, but what you see, like what you understand of things. You know what I mean? Sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I, I understand that uh, see has more than one meaning. Yeah. But um, how do you determine it in terms of the song and in terms of a judgment a, or a judgment, either positive or negative, of this person with one chromosome too many? Well, it's going back to, again, as John said, it's going back to 37. It's like, well, it, he has a limited understanding, so he's he's happy kind of in this nine to five work a day world. Yeah, yeah. He's not worried he's about happier than you and me. Yeah. yeah, right. Because he's not he, he's not hung up with on all that stuff. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. I think that's so it. they're saying you have to be developmentally disabled to enjoy your um, average cog in the machine life. It would yeah. help. <laughs> saying, That's why they were envious of that guy's IQ of 37. Yeah. Mm. Saying you don't have to be crazy to work here, but it helps. But that helps. <laughs> but, but we train you. Waka, waka, waka. <laughs> um, all right. I'm just, I guess what I'm getting at the long way around is that uh, that could be interpreted as not the kindest. I don't mean toward, uh, you know, slack-jawed yokels like you guys. Mm. I mean, to yes. somebody who... <laughs> but to say, you know, you slack-jawed yokels, <laughs> it'd be better off if you were developmentally disabled. Well, that's, what I, that's what I mean. That's what earlier I was saying. I think that's... It's kind of this look of disdain on everybody. You know, Devo's kind of like... Like, no, I'm not making fun of those guys. I'm making fun of all of you together. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm saying you should all, go of so all of us. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like what you were saying, you know, like, I don't know. It, it's it's both. Um, 
it, it, I'm not going to say it's empowering at all, but it's it's kind of like in a sense it's equivocating everybody. So it's like, oh, you're not that much better. So everybody's all the same. You're all dumb to me, you know. All right. I will um, do it. And so it's you know it's it's, it's essentially kind of elevating uh, people to to a sense and kind of just putting them on the same level as everybody else. Except even better, perhaps. Yeah, they are. They are. He's saying they're better off because they're at least they're happy. Um, fair enough. You know what's really good about this song? What's that? The music. That's true. Yeah, it's really good. And we do not have to be in awkward territory while discussing that at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's see um, if we can. Let's see if we can make it weird. <laughs> I was about to start talking. <laughs> Never mind. Nah. Are you going to talk about some kind of, uh, is, is there some well, kind of musical, you know, chord progression that has some kind of, uh, some kind of nationalistic name? It's roots in yeah. the darkest Africa, you know, or something like that. You know, when but, I first arrived in Africa. Yeah. Uh, how we got you know, my pajamas, the, I'll never know. This is a real simplistic thing to say <laughs> musically, but I love songs that lead in with bass, with just bass. Yeah. Like sure. not every song that does, but there's something about that. That appeals to me. I don't the know bassist in my old band felt exactly the same. <laughs> oh, you know what? The bassist in everybody's band feels that way. <laughs> but, uh, Wait a minute. I was in that band recently, wasn't I? Yeah, you were not there the bass go. player, though. No, I was not. Um, yeah, there's, The song there's... Lounge Act on Nevermind, Nirvana's. Uh, that's one that really appeals to me for some reason because it leads in with bass. It's like a great start for a song. Mm. If it's appropriate, I'd love it. I, I or, don't know. Uh, like I said, it's a very simple-minded observation. Gigantic? Yeah. Gigantic uh, pretty much classic, starts out with yeah. bass. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, Barney well, Miller? A... <laughs> oh, man, Barney Miller. <laughs> yeah, Barney Miller team. <laughs> Oh, Barty Miller, Good call. I guess Good call. <laughs> um, well, so, you know, Jerry, <laughs> Jerry played bass, but uh, <laughs> something uh, Mark didn't really have much to do in this song. And I read a note that between 75 and 82, uh, because he had nothing to do, he would uh, he would jump around on stage, um, pausing by the front of the stage to engage the audience by raising his arms. So he would just kind of like dance around and do jumping jacks and dance and, and try to get the crowd going. Uh, but then I guess took a break from that. And then I, I don't know what happened between 82 and 96, but from 96 on, it says Mark no longer jumped around, but would often <laughs> stay by his keyboards and show impatience, checking a watch, pretending to smoke a cigarette. <laughs> he would still engage the audience as well. Now shaking pom poms like a cheerleader. Wow. You know, it just occurred to me, it's been a very long time since I've watched it, but in the live stuff in The Men Who Make the Music, do they play Mongoloid? I can't tell you that. Because it's probably mm. been longer I don't think since they I do. watched it. No. Mm. I want to say no. And they kind of go through the entirety of the first two albums one way or another. More or less. They don't do space junk, I don't think. They don't do sloppy. Hmm. There are a few they don't do. They do praying hands, that I know. Yeah. Let me Wiggly see. World. They According do Wiggly World. This, let's see. Year, this is written in 75, before, written and recorded in 75. Um, 
you, according to the Devo Wiki, the Wiki Devo, which is incomplete but has some interesting stuff on here, um, it appears on uh, well the single Mongoloid with which Akahomo. Be Stiff EP, Are We Not Men, Easy Listening Disc, Greatest Misses, Hardcore Volume 1, Pioneers Have Got Scalped, then Devo Live, The Mongoloid Years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devo Live, re-release, they added it to it, so that's the the yeah. that EP. Devo Live 1980, which is, I think, that extended version of that. That's the same thing, New isn't it? I don't know. New traditional. Oh, no, Devo Live 1980 is the video, right? No, the, the, the DVD. Say Devo Live is the um we had the EP but oh they, they, Rhino re-released it then Devo Live 1980 is looks like it's got to be the same thing yeah oh, no Phoenix Theater Petaluma I don't know anyway the New Traditionalist Live 1981 Seattle. Uh, Devo Miracle Witness Hour, which I recently bought, but I haven't really listened to. Live at Max's Kansas City, November 1577. Butch Devo and the Sundance Gig, which I believe I also recently ordered, but I can't remember. <laughs> and Devo Hardcore Live. And it was performed 75 to 82, 89 once, 90 to 91, 96 to 97, once in 98. Once in 99, once in 2001, and then 2002 to 2014. I'm glad you all processed that information. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, both times I saw well, two out of three times I saw them, they played it. Um, the third being the Freedom of Choice show, which they did which, not yeah, because it's... No, yeah. no, no reason to play. Yeah, it. exactly. Um... I'm trying to find the uh, set list from when I saw them. See if they played it. Did I see them play this more than (laughs) once? You don't know? I can't remember. Um, Oh, it makes for riveting podcasting. I know, right? (laughs) It's just like, this episode's going to be the best because it's about Mongoloid, and then we're just looking stuff up (laughs) on the computer. We Um, offended all of them, and then we get bored them to death. Right. Terrible. Um, so, well, well, maybe let's. I can't find that set list anyway. So let, let's let's try to translate this. We we agreed that this is one of those kind of classic songs. So, how does that translate into a grade? <clears throat> well, I give it an A plus. Weird. Yeah, surprise. <clears throat> you don't say. <laughs> I do. I do say. I also give it an A+. Plus. It's an excellent song. The drums are crazy in this song. Let's not, not talk about the drums. They're crazy. I mean, you talk about the drums, <laughs> just but they're crazy. about the drums. They're too crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, would... I give it an... Oh, sorry. No, you go, you go first. I'll go first. Who talks first? <laughs> you go first. It's hard <laughs> to understand you with that apparatus. <laughs> um, I will give it a flat A. Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off on the plus, just because. Again, I mm. do it. It it's. I don't know. There's something. Almost, it's like a. It's. It's on the cusp. What is that? That's like a ninety. 
95 is 95 an A or an A plus? 95 is so, an A. 97 up would be an A plus. 7 up. The uncooled yes. delicious. Hey. hey. All right, so it's like it's an 86. It's oh, just like oh, just on the cusp of plus, but it's just it's just not almost there for me. I like it a lot, but it's just it's not the best of the best. Does this mean they'll finally stop making fun of me for girl you want? For giving it like an A minus or something? Is this now the new one? Like, oh, Pete's a weirdo who gave Mongoloid only an A? I think, I think you, you gave absolute weirdo. Didn't you? I think you yeah, you gave girl you want like a D. I did not give girl you wanted. <laughs> well, you did make sure love without anger did not make it onto the. I don't like love without it's, anger. How about that? Mm, it's not yeah, that so wrong. So I guess your redemption arc here <laughs> that you were trying to build is dead. You're Damn still it. dead to us. Yeah, I'm not shifting this into a different category. I'm just so you know plus or minus. I don't. I don't did I keep girl you friend, want off but... any list? It's still on the A list, isn't it? It's not even a Devo it's... song anymore. You you eradicated it. <laughs> oh, you erased it from the library. Oh, they gave up on it. Now only yep, the Devo 2.0 version exists. Mm-hmm. That is not what I intended. Mm. We don't even remember the song, do we? We wiped it out of existence. Yeah. I feel bad now. Sorry, guys. It's all right. We'll forgive you. Depending on what show gives this. Yeah. Uh, C, no, and A+. Plus. Mm. See, so it's still on the list. I just... I'm just reserving. Yeah. I, I do get it confused, not confused, but I get it conflated with Blockhead a little bit from time to time, and I'm wondering what that's mm-hmm. about. I think I might like Blockhead more. What do I get Blockhead? Let me scroll back. Blockhead, I gave that a bleep B plus. Wait a minute, what's going on here? <laughs> you guys were all, uh, yeah, I believe you guys all lost your minds. Yeah. When we talked about Blockhead and gave it really? B's, and I'm the only one that actually knew what he was talking about and gave it an A. This, the wow. spreadsheet corroborates this. John gave it an A. We all, uh, Joe, you and I gave it B plus. Huh. Tom, you gave it a B. Hmm. Blockhead. Huh. I think I like Blockhead, Blockhead more than Mongoloid, though. Well, can't go back now. A card hey, later here's, a card played, but here's something interesting. I just looked up the set list when I saw them at the Greek uh, on Halloween 2006. Sure. And they play Mongoloid followed by Blockhead. Oh, wow. Neat. <laughs> Thematic grouping. Um, can you find this, the set list from Hammerstein Ballroom from 2005? Uh, I, I suppose I can try. Do you I remember could. when it was? 2005. Do you remember roughly what month it was? 2005. <laughs> All right. Well, like 12 of those. Come on. Yeah. Hammerstein Narrow Ballroom. Down. They only played it like once, ever. Yeah. By but, the way, uh, I gave uh, Girl You Wanted A minus, you guys. Everything's fine. What happened? Still on the A side. I gave Girl You Want an A minus. Too late to go back and change your grade now. I'm not changing it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you ah, guys. Here it is. Yes. Yes, I can. What? my The Hammerstein show? August 10th, 2005. That sounds about right. Um. Yeah. You, yes. Uh, let's see. Also, they played Mongoloid and Blockhead back-to-back. Hmm. It was pretty much the same set. You guys got, uh, forgive the term, screwed in the encore, right? Yeah, because Josh Freese broke his hand. Yeah. God. Like, and during he, the show? Yeah, he like yeah. broke his hand during... Uh, gut feeling, probably. Uh, yeah, I think gut feeling. Wow. Rock and roll! Or something like that. Somewhere in there, he, he broke his hand and then played, the, played through the rest of the set one-handed, which was amazing. Um, and then... They kind of cut the encore short because of that. Anyhow. 
Um, here's the thing. <laughs> Mongoloid is obviously on um, Spotify. Mm-hmm. Several times, I think. Um, do we do the... Oh, looks like maybe only twice. But do we do the... Should we do the regular one or the remastered one? Uh, let's do Follow the regular your heart. One. Yeah, I'm doing the regular one. And it pays off. I don't know this song at all. But um, the next song after Mongoloid by Devo, it's a new band to the... Uh, I don't think they've come up in this at all, but they've they've come up in the green room. It's a song called... A Go Talk Tappy Lubby Dub by the English Beat. Huh. Yeah. Very nice. I don't uh, recall. Oh, again, it's because it's on special beat service, which is why I don't, I'm not as familiar with the song uh, Save It For Later as I claim to be. Um, Possibly my favorite song on the face of the earth. Save It For Later by the English Beat? Save It For Later. It might just be. Hmm. Yeah. Gun to my head. I'd probably just blurt that out, and it would be true. Hmm. It's used Ooh. to great effect in uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Oh, really? Oh, that's right. It is in yeah, Spider-Man: Homecoming. I haven't yeah, seen right. that yet. No, I've got extra reasons to see it. Hey, well, I'm going to tell you, Pete. I really liked it. Hmm. I think you should watch it. Well, I'm not I that also big a Spider-Man really liked fan, it. and I am a huge Spider-Man fan. Yeah. And I do not judge my Spider-Man films without a very harsh critical eye. I like to for what it's worth. Uh, I went on the uh, Spider-Man Minute recently. I was a guest on that, mm-hmm. and I forgot how mm-hmm. well-made uh, Spider-Man Two is. But Sam Raimi, oh my gosh, he's a good uh, he's a good filmmaker. Well, Spider-Man Two is really good. I, yeah. I like... know that my minutes on that are the best minutes. Oh. The, the funnest little Sam Raimi flourish in the whole movie. Hmm. I jumped right out and requested that minute. So Raindrops keep I, falling on my head? <laughs> no, it's the the oh. Doc Ock intro. Like oh, okay. When they meet for the first time, and it's such an amazing scene. Wait, wait, yeah. wait. But we'll have to Creatively talk about this in the green room. because Yeah. Okay. I'm, oh, okay. I, no, I, no, I, I mean, like I just talked about some of those minutes, but I could be. I see. No, you're talking about meeting the, uh, I'm talking about meeting him as Doctor Octopus yeah. later. The late, the villainous version. But we'll talk about we'll it. Talk, not we'll meeting Doctor Otto Octavius. Right. We'll talk. We might have to cut this. We might have to cut this out of the episode because it might have caused some embarrassment. Yeah, it might might lead to a fight. Um, fight, fight, fight. All right. Well, um, let's. Uh, that's it for Mongoloid. I made the A side playlist. Hey, congratulations, Mongoloid. Hey. Not a surprise, but a cer- certainly a worthy addition. Yeah. Um, worthy addition. Um, well, Thursday. Listen to new edition with Bobby Brown. <laughs> Bobby Brown. Thursday. I just like chortled at that. Look at this. Listen. You're, you're, you're hitting home runs with me. I'm on fire. As always, Joe. Ah! Um. You, uh, you listeners, why not come back on Thursday? We're going to be back with a song called Morning Dew that I keep wanting to say is called Mountain Dew, but it's not. Uh, it's called Morning or Dew. Or Morning Poo. Oh. Whoa, 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 whoa. Save it for later. <laughs> the um, <laughs> the uh, next episode, Thursday, that's us. Come here. ABC Devo. Farewell. Bye. Bye. So long, folks.